Hobby Addicts の時間です It's time for Hobby Addicts And now here are your anime addicts What the fuck is up, people? Welcome to Hobby Addicts. I'm your host, Mitsugi, and I'm joined by the crew. She's feeling spicy today. She's coming off a five dozen hot wing bonanza. It's Caroline. <laughs> Hi. Well, not really, because I don't work there anymore. And we're talking the Buffalo Wild Wings, by the way. <laughs> B-dubs for short, and fuck B-dubs. Their food is fuck terrible. Fuck B-dubs. Yes. Their food is fucking <laughs> terrible. And Sorry, I'm very passionate about my hatred of that place. <laughs> How? What? What would you rate B-dubs on a scale of like one to ten? When before you started working there, when you started working, and now that you're done working there? Uh, that's a lot. Um, it is. I mean, I didn't really go there much in the to begin with. I. When I just saw hiring and I went there to work there for the last uh, eight months or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was fine overall. Like it certainly it wasn't the worst job I ever had, but it came pretty close. <laughs> B-Dubs's food can't be better than like a, a three out of ten. I mean, it's honestly it's good comfort food. The mac and cheese is pretty good. I've had a lot of mac and cheese from there. <laughs> We also have Mason. Speaking of food, he loves it. I do. I do. We just spent, I don't know, the last 20 minutes before the show started talking about food and how to order on apps. And I'm sure that's all our after party is going to be because that's all we ever talk about. But uh, yeah, already feeling hungry today. So ready to get to it. All right. Well, today I am going to start off by talking about South Park, the fractured butthole. And Caroline is going to talk about podcasts, but outside. I'm not sure what that is, but maybe we'll Yeah, we'll honestly, I just found it this week, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to tell you all about it. And Mason is just typing now, as we speak, stuff into the document. So let's get <laughs> fucking started. South Park, the fractured butthole, uh, you know, always with the puns. My girlfriend and I, we finished Stick of Truth. Stick of Truth was a solid game. And we started the fractured butthole. Um, uh, I, I, you're not putting enough of a space there. You're not putting enough of a space between. It's not meant to have a. It's not meant to hole. have. A, it's, it's meant to. It's meant to be your 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 stinking anus hole. Okay. Just with the butthole. Sure. Wink, wink. Nod, nod. But it, but the fractured butthole is the you know the breaking apart of the collective entity. It's oh. it's so good on so many levels. Have you played the fractured butthole? You know, I've played the first South Park, as did you, and we talked about it, and I enjoyed it. And I have the second one. I actually bought the game. I just haven't played it for some reason. All right. Well, here's a lowdown, right? So the first, the second one picks up right where the first one left off, complete with like them fighting with swords and shit out in their yard, and um, basically right right in the middle of like the game they just decide fuck it we're not going to play this game anymore and they go back to playing a different game that they've been playing which is superheroes so you um is that their way of like reverting you back to level one yeah uh yeah i guess so 
Yeah. Cause that's amazing. Like I love, sorry, I, I didn't mean to derail, but I love when you play a sequel game and you're like, man, I leveled up my character so much in the first game. Like what gimmick, what trick are they going to do to like revert my stats to beginner level? You know, I'm actually happy. I'm actually happy when you interject Mason, because podcasts are really about discussion and I never really, I, I always want to try to find places to like interject, but sometimes it's hard, but really, but, but really we should be discussing the game and not just me talking about it. So I, I actually appreciate it when you jump in. So you okay. should never be afraid to do so. Um, we picked the black character because you have to, to uh, get the platinum trophy. And by picking the black character, it makes the difficulty level the hardest it can be <laughs> Automatic, automatically. Cause you know, it's South park. Um, and so, and then like you go down into like uh, Cartman's basement where he has like his, 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 uh, he, he, he's the coon. So his, his is like, he's like dressed up like a raccoon and he like crawls over, like jump, jumps around at night. Yeah. You know, oh my God, the coon. And, uh, and so you're trying to pick your superpower and he's like, he's like, ah, new kid. Actually a douchebag. You know, you have to like pick a, a backstory for your superhero. And so my, so he's like, and then when you were a kid, you, you saw the most horrible thing. You saw your dad. Fuck your mom. <laughs> and so your backstory is like you're traumatized because when you were out, when you were stopping with these burglars from from breaking into your house, you like witnessed your dad fucking your mom through the keyhole in the door of their bedroom. <laughs> and I guess you're traumatized forever. And that's like your your great trauma that drives you as a superhero. Take that, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I um, I think that this game... So far, the story hasn't picked up much yet, but uh, you know we'll see where it goes. The right now, um, Carbon was basically like, "Oh, we have to like build popularity for the uh, for for the, for the Coonstagram, uh, which is like his Carbon's Carbon's mobile app." That I have no idea how he got built, and so you're out like trying to get selfies with people and whatnot. And then in the meantime, you're like causing shit with the sixth graders and getting into trouble. And we went to the church and the, and the priest said that we have to face our, our fears. And, um, you know, he's like, are you going to go down the righteous path or are you going to go down the path, the middle path? And we won't even talk about the third path because that means you're part of the problem and you must face your fears. And so he like puts you in this back room that's dark. And then like these two priests pop up and they're like basically trying to molest you. And then you have like a fight against the priest. The bottom line is that uh, I would say so far the story in the game is rather lacking. But let's be honest, the story in the first game wasn't very great. <laughs> I mean, the story in the first game like was so much built off of like the show, like building up to it, like it had all this tie-in. But it really, like you said, yeah, it wasn't much of a story. Besides, look at you're in South Park. Yeah, go explore. Yeah, pretty much, and and that and, and that's more or less what the second game is, as well. Um, like a lot of things are the same. The map is the same. Uh, you know, the characters are the same, etc. But I will say that I think the battle system in the second game is far better than the first game. Oh, awesome! Yeah, it's it's um, to me it's far better. You're on like a you're on like a six by five grid, um, and you're able to sort of like tactically play the game like. Um, you know, you, there are, there are attacks that will hit certain numbers of tiles in front and then, then, then they have like a knockback effect. So you can like knock an enemy backwards into another enemy and create space between you and them. 
there's there's moves that'll like pull a pull an ally towards you and then like heal them so you can kind of have more more board control. There's gotcha. um, you know, there's moves that'll hit like three tiles in front, but but like like the front left, front right, and then the front middle. Um, and there's all of course you have like your status effects like the burn effects and uh, and you can gross people out so they're like puking and stuff. But really, um I think that the the game's battle system definitely seems better. Whereas in the last game, you just kind of stood there and then, like, just slugged each other back and forth, and then did like some timing things to, to like do the attacks. The timing things are still in this game, but um, really, I think it's more like a more of a tactical, more of a tactical tactical game. I think I wish that the grid was a little bigger. Um, at times, I, I don't really know what the point is of having a grid-based tactics game if the grid is so small that you can't really, like, utilize space to your advantage very well. Also, there's not really a lot of, like, obstacles in, on, in so far on the map to really play with. Um, so I would say, like, as a tactics game, it's probably not super good at this point, but it is interesting that each of the characters you're playing with, like, we have Clyde. Clyde is, um, a, you know, he is a superhero, um... We have Kyle, he has a superhero, and we have Jimmy, who's the Flash, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> gotta go fast. Yeah, he's got like crutches <laughs> and he's the Flash. Gotta go, fa- go fast, guys. We're doing the operation. We're doing the go for it. How big is the uh, <laughs> the team? Like, how many units are you controlling? Is it normally like three on three fights? Well, we just we just lost a fight um, before I came up here, um, and. After we beat the priest, we went down the street and we were we we're going to like some other place and we ran into Doctor, what is his name? Um, Butters is evil hero. Doctor K, uh, Professor Chaos, and yeah. um, Professor Chaos has like goons hidden around the town, and so we got jumped by these goons and it was three, it was five enemies, and three and we had four people. So it's it's okay. our, it's our guy who and, and, and we and we picked the the fire guy like the like the magic user this time. And he, he like he has like he can shoot fireballs and stuff, and um, so we have him. We have we have Kyle. We have Jimmy. We have Craig. And but even have, when there's nine people, it's still on that five by six grid. It's a little. Or crowded. does it expand? Yeah, I was no, gonna say it seems pretty tight. Yeah, I mean, I think it it, it definitely expands because the because the priest battle we fought was definitely a smaller grid, um, and you know they they do some of your typical. Uh, like at like strategy RPG things like they have like an enemy will charge an attack and the grid on the ground will change color and you and so it's like oh if you stand on these tiles you're gonna get hit you know basically mm-hmm. you know and it has healing it has every character has like their unique sort of skill set Jimmy's is clearly like I think Jimmy and Kyle are kind of the support role because Kyle has some good attacks but he can also you know he's also like a healer. Um, Craig can infuriate and can, can, can like taunt enemies and then, and then power up his defense. So I guess that's kind of like, oh, I'm going to taunt you into attacking me, but then I'm going to have like powered up defense. So you're, so you're probably going to waste a couple turns. So, and I, and I imagine there's going to be, um, more, you know, characters that'll pop up. So, um, probably, probably one, one of the other really noteworthy things I want to mention that's pretty funny is that we ran into... Whose parents were it? Was it Craig's parents or someone? And the dad was like building a ship in a bottle, and he's like, "Oh, he's like kids. You know what? Nowadays, people just don't appreciate the arts." And and he's like building the ship in the bottle, and he's like, "And and you know, and and I've been starting to to get into this really great uh, art art a piece of art like that. You know, is up up and coming and has a lot of value, and it's called Yowie." 
<laughs> oh god. <laughs> and he's like he's like, and if you could find me some Yowie of uh like that would be really great. And if you do, I'll take a I'll take an Instagram photo with you or whatever. I think that's and, a reference to an episode. I think you you may or may not have seen it, but in one episode, uh I think it's Craig and who's the character who has like the winter hat with the two uh, like tassels that dangle to the side. Is it Pip? It's like a blue hat, I think. Oh. Um, hmm. uh, let me just look Craig's it up. Craig's hat so is blue. Maybe I'm thinking... Uh, Craig and Tweak. Oh, Craig and Tweak. Those two characters. They. Uh, Craig is the one who has that blue hat with the tassels. And in one episode, I think of like the 19th season, um, they like kind of were being coupled together by the girls in the class like they were kind of like just like oh they were making like yaoi fan art of these two boys and okay. like south park like didn't commission but like asked for fan uh like fan art of these two guys like in yaoi positions and then like had them throughout the episode oh, so i'm funny. sure that's what it was alluding to yeah, well, it's definitely Craig's dad looking for Yowie of his own son, which is pretty weird. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but, that's um, what it is. But, um, you know, we're finding all this Yowie, like, all over the town, just, like, randomly post, like, paste it up in places, like, people's offices and stuff. And, um, you know. But it's been, it's been pretty fun. I'm getting into it. You know, the... Um, we found Moses. You know, I don't know. It's fun. You know, I'll, I'll talk about it more later, like, when I finish it. But um, for now, I think the South Park games just continue to be like pretty solid. It's not like, it's not like one of the best games ever. I think if you're like a, if you're like a South Park fan, obviously you'll like it. As like as like a strategy RPG, it's probably, uh, I mean, it's really not worth playing. Probably if all you're in, if all you're looking for is the strategy elements. But pretty much every, like a lot of people are South Park fans, so it, you know it's um, not not hard to imagine that there was probably there's a pretty big group of people that would get that would be into it. And, and honestly, I, I'm, I'm, I'm into all the potty humor and the dirty humor. So, um, you know, it fits, if it's my, uh, if it's my, my, my personality pretty well. Anyway, we'll talk about that more like in a future week, but I guess we'll yeah, go I guess to, I should get down and play my it. Turn? I guess we'll go to Caroline cause Mason just wrote stuff. I don't, I don't know. What that even means, so. <laughs> yes. Please go to Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is, something that I found when it was like 6 a.m. and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I was just going through TikTok, you know, as I do. I like to find some funny stuff. But I found this random video with these two guys and it's called Podcast But Outside. And it's actually just an entire channel where uh, these two guys do this podcast, but, you know, outside. (laughs) So they've been doing this for like, I think since before COVID, a little bit before COVID, and it's just these two guys sitting at a table with the signs called with this, with a name podcast, but outside that's their title of their, their podcast, and then a little description: uh, "Come talk to us, and we'll pay you one dollar." Smiley face, <laughs> and so it's just them going around different locations, and um, I think the Los Angeles area of California. And just, you know, talking to random people on the street and uh, what other like, you know, it's just something random that they do. Uh, They don't even know who's going to be on the show, doesn't know if they're going to be good or not. But they, you know, just do it for a fun time. And it's actually kind of interesting, like how like the kind of people that they get on just randomly. um, Their editing is very good. Whoever their editor is, it's very 
they, they make a lot of memes. <laughs> um, so they do it on TikTok and they do it on, they have the full episodes on YouTube. And of course they have their podcasts on streaming apps and stuff. Um, I've only listened to like maybe two or three full length episodes, but I, lo- I watched a lot of their TikTok videos because it's kind of like their best, but their best stuff. Um, but there was this one episode where they went to this dog park. I think it's the most recent dog park video they did because I think they made a couple. But they came across this man. Um, I think his name's Jerry. He seemed at first to be like this really strange, weird old man. <laughs> but he turns out it turns out to be he is one of the most groundbreaking civil rights lawyers in like history. Uh, he uh, did stuff with Dr. Martin Luther King. He uh, made a like he was part of this groundbreaking uh, a sexual assault case regarding a black woman who was assaulted in prison. Um, yeah. And like just he was talking about his life story. You know, they just interview him, any of their guests just about randomly like, oh, well, what's your favorite this? And like, have you ever done this? And that kind of thing. But it's really this whole po- uh, part of the podcast was just him telling his life story, you know, uh, growing up in very uh, in a very racist uh, southern town. Uh, his parents thought they should go back to slavery. Uh, and he was just living life, believing that everything that his town thought was wrong and wanting to make a change. And so basically his parents disowned him. And his town threatened him several times across his life. He was, he was almost disbarred like 28 times. The KKK threatened him. Um, his wife divorced him because of it. And um, yeah, and, and just like so many things happened in this guy's life. And we had no idea. Like he was just a random guy across the street. Um, yeah. So that's probably their most interesting interview that they've had so if you want to go check that out i recommend going to their youtube which is like the the, the, their full length episodes i think they're about an hour long um so it'd be their most recent uh podcast but at a dog parks uh episode but overall i would recommend their tiktok videos if you just want to see their best bits because it is a pretty there are pretty long episodes uh just to get to some certain fun parts uh, the editing is also very good, so I recommend watching the videos instead of listening just to the audio podcast. And also, I recommend the TikTok videos because because sometimes their humor can get a little bit annoying. Um, just the full length side of things. Just in, that's just my taste, though. And also, like they just have some videos where um, they're very sarcastic guys, so they're often encountered by uh, encounter very religious and strange people very politically uh you know passionate <laughs> yeah passionate people they go to they they've went to um i think they went to a trump rally and they went to anti-mask rallies and they just they really do like make fun of the people that they have on especially on those episodes of course but um while they're talking to them they try to s- spin their reasoning of being there into something that would would cause the least amount of arguments like they went to the anti-mask rally wearing masks but they said oh yeah we're wearing these because we, you know we have the coronavirus so we just want to make sure you know <laughs> so and then the, all these people who are like in anti-maskers they're like well you shouldn't be here you're putting everyone at risk and i'm like oh my gosh the irony of all this is just incredible yeah it's funny when you mentioned these two guys go around and like talk to people i was like ooh, i wonder 
how they've been affected because it seems like their whole shtick is like talking to random people on the street, which how safe is that in this environment? But it seems like and I, I was watching this like dark dog park one like on mute in the background just to get a feel for him. And it looks like they just set up like a table with a big sign that says, yeah, like you said, come talk to us for a dollar. And they have mask on. They have like the guests like sitting, you know, eight feet yeah, away six feet apart, yeah. with uh, like a little. Uh, like hand microphone that's like looks like it's covered in like saran wrap or like something that they could like remove and like yeah so it looks like it's still working and they make a point they like at least in the episodes I've watched is like in between each interview they mentioned that they're going to go clean off the equipment and even like even if somebody's like standing like right onto the side ready to come in for it they're like oh can you wait a minute we're just going to clean off the equipment for you yeah now this seems almost in the same vein as what I talked about last week of that how-to show where the guy just like finds people and just lets them do their thing and get it all out and sing interesting people and like playing off of that is always not always it's sometimes pretty interesting yeah yeah so they're pretty decent i probably won't listen to a bunch of their long length like their full length episodes but i'll definitely keep on following them at least on tiktok because they are they like the editing is very funny um and of course like when they go to places like a dog park they also went to a skate park and they go to these very interesting and pretty locations that it is very um you know it it is a very nice change of pace especially for, for us people who are indoors all the time and we might not live in as an interesting location as la um so you go to these very scenic locations and you see all these people doing skateboarding and tricks in the background and um, you know, it's really, it's a really nice way, you know, way to pass time. It's just like watching. It's, it's kind of like a very calming thing to watch. Um, also, I remember uh, a lot of like, I remember I mentioned a couple of times the editing is very funny. The editor would sometimes go into who's ever in the background doing something weird, like, I don't know, eating an ice cream cone or when they're at the skate park, somebody doing a pretty funny fail or um, when they went to the dog park, uh, just to the random dogs chasing each other. Um, so, yeah, it's it's uh, pretty funny, like, just the amount of uh, content is in the back end that we don't really notice, and the editor kind of just puts it on them. Just, like, zooms in on... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you yeah. add sound effects and stuff like that. But uh, not enough dogs at this dog park, I will say. I wanted more, <laughs> more little pups flopping around. Sometimes they make an appearance. Yeah, they're, they're popping up here and there. I just the wanted them to be like, crawling all over the place. Did you get to the first interview of that episode? Because it's literally this guy with this Dal- Dalmatian puppy. And he, <laughs> um, and he mentions like being a veteran and all that. And the guys are like, it looks like you're a veteran of that dog, too. Because <laughs> the Dalmatian is like all over him. Like he can't even get him to sit still. And Dalmatian, the Dalmatian is in his lap and like really trying to get out and play with all the other dogs and dudes like no you have to sit on my lap while i do the show and this not Dalmatian even is like he's trying to it. make him him not tear apart all their equipment because they i think he even took their microphone puff at one point <laughs> and like was throwing around like a ball <laughs> how, yeah, does it, how does I, that work on tiktok though i thought tiktok videos are only like a few seconds long they're like they could be up to like 60 seconds so they'll put in an edited part like like one of the like a funny joke that somebody makes or like a, you know, a portion of the interviews. Sure. Well, it's always good so, to be introduced yeah. in, into new podcasts. You know, they come and go all the time. So I know that I, I know that I've cycled through a lot of podcasts in the last couple of years. So it's uh, 
always cool to have an, an, another recommendation. And there's also that section on the Discord where people recommend podcasts. If anybody's mm-hmm. uh, hunting for more, there's always that. So I'm yeah. no uh, TikToker. What 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 are the best like TikToks to follow? Oh, I mean, there like TikTok is like the ocean. It's you just think one you know cumulative the, experience. Like it is so deep. <laughs> there are so many different kinds of TikToks out there. It's kind of incredible. Um, I, I hate being the person that's like, oh my God, TikTok, especially, you know, since it's become kind of a meme or like to, to not like TikTok. Um, but yeah, some of the things are just really funny. Uh, in terms of specific videos, there's this one or this, there's this one channel where it's a person at a veterinary hospital and she goes up to pets like dogs and cats with this teeny tiny microphone and she asks them interview questions like Ronnie how you doing today your fur looks beautiful how do you get it to be that way and then he puts it up to the dog's mouth and then he goes like sniff 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 lick 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 and into his mouth and she goes great thanks and then she goes on to the next animal it's really cute and funny someone's just there for that ASMR is it actually a mic is it actually like picking it's a it teeny up? tiny mic I'll, I'll I'll try sending you a video or something but is it actually like yeah. a microphone or just shaped like a mic no no it is an actual microphone because you I'm can hear like, like the Bob it's almost, it is almost like ASMR because of the dog sniffing it it's puppy ASMR exactly it's, it's true. <laughs> with puppy with with puppy sniffs puppy sniffs and puppy tongues and uh, collar shaking <laughs> Yeah. What else yeah, could you possibly that's, need? That's one thing that comes to mind. I'll try sending it to you. All right. You've sold me on TikTok. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I remember the good old days we had Vine, and you wouldn't watch Vine. You would just wait for someone to make a 10-minute best Vine compilation of the month YouTube video. That was the good old days. I do miss Vine. Vine was superior. All right, Mason, what kind of stuff do you have as you've oh written on the document here? I have done uh, nothing new this week. Um, I, I guess all my hobbies are just the progress updates. Um, Neo 2, still playing it. I, I beat the game again. So now I finally unlocked the DLC, which was my whole oh. point of playing the game. So I actually need to start that. So I promise I will play a new game eventually and talk about it. But Neo 2 is just so good. Uh, I, I can't not play it. Um Still playing the bass, learning, learning how to slap at the bass, did, and do you have to? Sorry, did 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 you have to clear Neo too to, to unlock the DLC? Is that how that works? Uh, I think so. Like the last zone opens up after you beat the game. Okay. So, and I could have just loaded up my previous save file, but a it's been a while since I've played it, so like it'd be fun to replay it, and also like all the mechanics and stuff are. It's hard to jump in and try to like relearn all your combos and stuff. So I uh yeah. just for me, I'm I'm starting it over and it's been a blast. That's probably why I haven't gone back and like finished Sekiro's because like I saw I didn't play it for like four months and then I'm like, oh god, I don't remember how to play any of this. So it becomes like an extra an extra wrinkle. I'm so bad at picking up a video game if I've put it down for a while. Like even Pokemon. You could argue like, oh, it's there's no skill to the game. Like you just look at your moves and you just have to relearn them. And I could say, yeah, but like I kind of forget like the journey I went on with my Pokemon. Like that's the whole point. It's like, oh, these are the Pokemon I caught <laughs> and raised and loved and trained. And now like 
Yeah, I vaguely remember that I had a Cyndaquil or something, but I don't I don't remember how we got here. This new game. Like I always start new games, so I guess that's just me. Well, new is uh the spice of life, you know, the variety of it. So it is. Old but new. The game you have once done, but you want to start over. Fresh start. I guess that's what it's all about. Um still playing bass, playing some trying to learn some anime songs to uh to really push myself, so I'll uh, I'll talk more about that in a future uh, unexplored picture segment. There's a movie that has someone who plays the bass that I want to shout out. Um, I'm still reading Dune, classic classic sci-fi book. I'm about halfway through it, and it's very good so far. I'm really enjoying it. Um, still have a couple hundred more pages to go before I can actually give my full thoughts on it, but it's been definitely definitely worth it so far um i guess the the biggest thing is i've read a bunch of manga over oh, the really? last couple weeks i don't know are you a big um, manga reader i it comes in waves usually i wait till enough of something is out or completed or finished or i'm just in the mood for it but right. it's 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 hit or miss i i try to read up on things and I guess not a lot usually catches my interest past like volume one. Like I'll read a lot of volume ones and be like, ah, that was fine. Or I get it. Or, you know, I'm glad I read it, but there's really, I don't feel like continuing it. But the, the ones I've read recently that are pretty darn cool. Um, one is called Bibliomania, which is only online and it's only one volume long, which makes it very easy because you just you can sit down read the whole thing and finish it up and it is visually amazing highly recommend it um i really hope they make a physical one day because if you're into some weird almost junji ito-esque like body horror but cranked up to 11 uh more than junji ito ch- it's a it's a, just a different style and it's definitely more detailed i'll see if i can drop in some like screenshots for uh for you guys to look at but it is it's definitely one of those things where you could just not even read the the words and just so grotesque you know i'm always like some of those images are pretty rough so for you to say that makes me makes (sighs) me kind of curious i'm both excited and afraid of the new uzumaki adaptation you know (laughs) uzumaki does creep me out will be good um let me see let me see if this works uh yeah let me post this there um uzumaki will be good and i know this for a fact because the the trailer for it has colin stetson playing over it and if you don't know colin stetson is this really weird avant-garde um saxophonist who uses a thing called circular breathing where he like while he's inhaling through his nose he's like breathing out with his mouth and thus he can make like constant noise for like minutes on end coming out of the sacks and it the way sorry i'm going off on a tangent but i love colin (laughs) stetson because he's so freaking weird so what you're saying is is that uzumaki will nonetheless be saved by this saxophonist i doubt he'll like make an appearance in the show or anything but just if someone who is on the production committee of uzumaki knows who colin sets it in they have enough taste to make something that's good 
But anyway, Constetson, it's his band is just him. It's just him on saxophone. But they put so many microphones like on the the valves and the pipes and just every part of it that even though it's just him playing, like rhythmically, his like tapping of the uh, whatever they're called, buttons, keys, valves, I don't know. And like just the sound of the air being compressed and like sent out of all different vents and shoots like makes this like encompassing aura that just like is overwhelming and like hypnotic and super cool so uh that's why uzumaki is going to be good oh, was, he the, was that the music that was playing in the teaser trailer yeah oh yeah that is so good honestly I'm, I'm i didn't i didn't mean like afraid for how good it was going to be i meant i'm afraid of this show <laughs> oh yeah it, it let's see uh you you heard it here guys uzumaki the the, adapt, the adaptation will be good because of the saxophonist Exactly. Who, who, may, who probably is not go, even going to be in the uh, thing. <laughs> well, hopefully, if they're using his music there, they're. I would imagine that they would use his music in the show. There you there go. He I, is. I, I'm just. Stetson. I'm throwing all this stuff. Colin Stetson. C O L I N S T E T S O N. He has a song called Judges. Uh, I just clicked a random part. And uh, I, it's it's weird. It's whack. I just think I I just think brass instruments are weird in general. Like just look at them, like the construction of them. There's there's so many feet of like pipes and tubes and buttons and spit valves and all this shit on them, and it's just like amazing that human beings decided that this was the construction of the instrument that would get the best sound, and then there it is. You know, like, <laughs> like have you ever looked at like a French horn? Like they're fucking ridiculous looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so much more like weird to me than like something like a piano where it's just a hammer hitting a string, you know, mm-hmm. or or like a drum where it's you know, drums are you know fairly simple construction, or like even or like even a guitar, you know. But like you look at this fucking monstrous saxophone this guy's playing, it looks like something out of like the Alien movie. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, weird. now that you mention it, like. I have to imagine the tuba was made as a joke. Like some dude was just really <laughs> bored making like a French horn. He's like, no, what? <laughs> I'm going to make one really big. Yeah. How are you going to hold it? No, you're going to put your body inside of it and wear it like a fancy belt. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm happened. F- I used to be a flautist in my middle school band. So um, I always thought that being a flautist meant I had to be pretentious. <laughs> But in fact, I thought it was the brass people that were pretentious the most in my middle school band. <laughs> I was part part of like trumpet gang, aka just the dumb masses who gets the easiest brass instrument to play because there's only like <laughs> three. Uh, bell- I'm just gonna look up what they're called. I, I need to quit making a fool of myself. I remember my middle school band teacher being so annoyed with the percussion section that he literally told them to not come to the full band rehearsals because they kept messing us up until they got their act together. That's yeah, so, the percussion would keep the beat, right? So that's Yeah. That's kind of a wow. I just thought it was amazing that like they were banned from full practices until they had enough private like group practices. All right, guys. Well, anyway, we gotta we gotta get ready for the. That night. was a lot of stuff. Yeah, well, a lot of <laughs> random things here in hobby addicts. I guess we I got busy week for everybody. You know, you know, just a busy work week, and I've been watching just like a lot of random old anime. So I'm gonna have like some stuff to talk about. Uh, I, I I I I have been interest. I have been introduced to the Japanese word mokori. So we'll have to we'll talk about that. Maybe that'll give you a hint as to what I've been watching. But since they say it a hundred times a fucking episode. 
So <laughs> very, very old shows. But guys, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoy this, these episodes, also check out our after parties, which we're going to do one of those um, after the show today. So uh, we appreciate you so much. Thank you, thank you for everything you do. And we'll see you on the main podcast. Until then, enjoy your hobbies and uh, take care. Bye, guys. Have Peace a good out. One. It was very insane.